Are you ready to take your real estate IQ to the next level? Do you want to know how the top agents communicate with their clients and what data and sales tools they use to win in any market? I'm Jeremy Filarski and welcome to this edition of Real Talk with Realtron. Today I'm joined once again by Alex Pilarski. Good morning. Uh, broker of record and co-founder of Remax Realtron and Remax Realtron GM Cam Forbes. Morning. So I want to get right into it. We've got a lot to talk about. It's uh, 2019 is coming or is just here, depending on when our uh, viewers are watching or listening to this. And uh, I, I want to get right into it. I want to give them real value on what it's going to take to succeed. So Alex, let's start with you. It's a big year. Uh, we've seen challenges in the real estate market. Going forward, we're going to have a little more balance in the market. What do agents need to do to just push through and stay motivated, stay going forward? What's that one thought in their mind they need? Okay, well, you brought up the word motivation. And the question is, how does one get motivated? And going to speakers gets you excited for a couple of hours or a couple of days. But real motivation comes from knowing why you're doing something, right. uh, from a, a worthwhile goal. So unless you have a worthwhile goal that you're working towards, then you can't really get motivated. So it's as if somebody's saying, oh, I want a new tennis racket. Uh, well, I don't have the money, you know, there's nothing wrong with my old one. So unless you're excited about the goal, unless you're committed, unless you have an exciting goal, you can't become motivated and stay motivated. That's the key. So you've been doing this for 40 years or so? <laughs> 45, but it was so, counting. Uh, since, since, <laughs> since you were eight. But yes. uh, the question is, so how, how are you still motivated? What drives you? What gets you to come back to work the next morning? What gets you, how did you stay growing for 45 years? Gosh, that's really a million dollar question. Um, my motivation is always to do the best possible job I can. So I'm really, that's I guess a flaw in my characters. I'm never happy because right. I'm always trying, I always see how I can do better. So I'm always trying to improve. I'm always trying new things because I want to be the best that I can be. So my motivation isn't money oriented. It is to be the best, the best uh, possible person I can become in business, right? And, in, and personal as well, right? And I learned from the Realtron philosophy that you're either, you're either busy being born or busy dying, and Correct. you know we're, that's why we're always and, trying and, new and things. In a sense, that's where Richard and I have have been very, the, very much the same. Um, we have accomplished great thing, great goals, but we know we can do better. So we're committed to becoming back better and, and we're excited about how can we become better and to us that's motivation. Right. But I do acknowledge uh, for some people it is monetary, monetary gains. Sure, well. sure. Cam, you're, you're a numbers guy. Uh, how, how do you look at it? I think you're, you're more of a process guy. You like to see the work done and that kind of drives you. Is that right? W w tell me a bit about that. Sure, yeah. Thanks, Jeremy. Yeah. So, I mean, just to pick up on what Alex said, you've you got to have a, a, big, a big goal, a big vision. What do you want to achieve? But for me, you know, I, I've always liked the phrase that, um, you know, activity breeds motivation. Motivation doesn't breed activity. So that also just picks up on what Alex says. Right? So let me, let me just get that straight. Yeah. Activity I, breeds motivation. motivation. Motivation doesn't breed activity. Right. So 
I have always found. And uh, so me, I'm just like Alex, and I guess that's why we're aligned pretty well. I, it, money's fine. You've got to have a certain amount of money. But me, it's personal growth. It's uh, doing better. It's uh, constantly looking mm -hmm. how, to, how to grow, right? So that's the big picture for me. But from there, it is um, you've got to have activity. And as soon as you pick up the phone and you start calling and talking to people and have your experience, you're motivated to make the next call because it's like, a, for me, it's almost like a game. It's almost like a strategy. Like, how do I get better? How do I do better? So I talked to five people. I didn't get an appointment with five. How do I do better the next five, right? It's, and that motivates me. I know that motivates um, everyone, really, right? It's, it's, that's what does, does it. And then the next day you say, hey, I had some success. I, I made my 99 calls. I got my 99 no's. How do I get one tomorrow? And right. uh, so that's why I just it's it's important to be um, to be active yeah. to to do things. Do you feel it's yeah. important to like? Are you really looking at where you want to get to? Are you looking at kind of two years from now? I'm going to do this. Do you, did you always have that? I mean, to me, the steps, the think and grow rich steps of what do you want to have, when do you want to have it by, and what are you willing to give in return? Yeah. And if you write that down and you have that, the hardest thing to do was to was to actually read it when you're feeling like your goals are not happening, but that kind of keeps you back on track, like you said, like making your calls. Yeah. So what was what was sort of a vision that pulled you to get to be in the position you're in yeah. now? Yeah. I, you know, I've always said you've got to have, uh, so the long-term plan for me is five years. You can't really plan longer than that. I've always had this five-year vision. I was always, a, it's a rolling five years. So I'd always suggest to a salesperson, and, and we should talk about this. So to have your greatest year next year, you got to have a goal. You got to have goals, right? So you got to have a goal for the year, but it's got to fit into a five-year goal. So where are you going to be in five years? So as an example, I would always say to an agent, no matter where they're at in their career, if they don't have a geographic farm, they need to envision themselves as with a geographic farm in five years, thousand homes, they're the mayor of that area, they got to own that area, right? right. And, and so that's a five-year goal. They won't achieve it in one year, right? It's not a one-year goal, but that's a five-year goal. So, um, so the one-year goal is, and, and Alex can pick up on this, but you, you got to have how many, uh, how much, how many transactions? What's my dollar amount of money that I want to make, and how does that compare with last year? So, if you're new to the business, you're going to set something based on your prior earnings. If you're in the business, you're going to take a look at what did I do last year, what do I want to achieve this year, and how am I going to get there? Right. So, and that builds into the you know, the more micro goals of yeah. how you're going to set but, your year up for success. But prior, <clears throat> and, and you're right, Cam. That's the process. Yeah. But I think what motivates a person in general is why am I working and then being honest with oneself and and we tend to hide from the truth which is if I need fifty thousand dollars a year to live on and um, after taxes that's the first place where we fool ourselves because we make fifty then we pay taxes and then you're short yeah. so how much do I need uh, prior be, gross before taxes and then that's just to live now what happens if I do that every single year for the next four years how will I have money when I can no longer work yeah. and so you have to almost uh, uh, scare yourself with the future saying if I don't do this I'm gonna end up on the streets I'm gonna end up not having the lifestyle that I want because that is the reality and, and you've got to face the reality. If you don't do the right things today, you're not going to have the benefits tomorrow. And, and so one philosophy I have is my philosophy is 
uh, the purpose of life is to be happy. But life comes with a trick, which is if it's all sex, drugs, and rock and roll today, then you have nothing to be happy about tomorrow. So you have to balance happy today with work so you can have happy tomorrow. Right. That's, that's great stuff. So I, I think uh, it's interesting we're mixing the why with the what. So what are you going to have and why are you going to have it? I think that's, that's the and big why thing. why do you need it? Because if you don't need it, then you're not going to be motivated to get it. Right. And I know when an agent comes into my office and, and says, look, here's what I want to achieve. I want to uh, earn the Remax Hall of Fame, and then I want to uh, make Diamond Club and all those things that, that we kind of make importance. And then I say, why are you going to do it? And they say, well, you know, my dad said this, and then I thought this, and I met this guy, and he told me something that made me believe I could do it. And, and it sort of speaks from there. If someone's got all those in place, you know, you don't have to do much work to, to keep them motivated. So I think that's the, that's the why uh, and the what. And then I, I like, you know, I mentioned the uh, Think and Grow Rich steps, uh, which maybe we'll post along with this blog, which is just basically the how of write it down, what are you going to do, when are you going to do it by, and what are you going to give up for that. And so that's the first step in motivation. But then the second step is uh, having, being accountable to somebody to keep you on track. Right. And this next part of that also is looking at your progress and your progress will either motivate you or push you towards, motiva towards motivating you. Right. So that's exactly where I want to go. I want to go to day-to-day. -day. Now that we've looked at kind of big picture, what are the day-to-day -day things that we're going to be wanting to track, look at, and do? So uh, I know number one is going to be prospecting and speaking to potential clients, new clients, existing clients. Well, well let me stop Give us, for a second. Yeah. Cam started the, the path, which is... I need to make so much money for because I need so much money because I want to do this for my family. I want to make sure I have money. I have daughters. Yeah. Cam. Yes. How old are your daughters? Uh, 14 and 18. Right. They're going to get married. Yeah. They're going to cost you a lot of money. You've got <laughs> yeah. two weddings. Yeah. The wedding fund. The wedding fund. <laughs> exactly. Uh, are, is your 14-year-old going to have a sweet 16? Probably. Yeah. Right. How much will that cost? Yeah. So these are things that, that we know are, happen, are gonna happen and we have to plan for them. Yeah. So uh, it's not gonna come as a surprise when she says, Dad, I'm getting married, uh, will you pay for half the wedding? Yeah. If you're lucky. So how much will the wedding cost? So you gotta start putting that money aside. Yeah. So now you know you need 50,000 a year to live. You know you've got a wedding coming down the road which is going to cost you 50000 or or 100000 if you're yeah. lucky. Yeah. Um, and so now how much do you have to make each year to do that? So let's say now you've decided because of that you need 100000 a year. Yeah. So how many sales will it take to make 100000 And once you have the sales, then you come into the numbers that you're talking about, Jeremy, which is how many prospects do I need to speak to before I can make a presentation? And how many presentations do I need to make before I make I get a listing or a buyer? And how many buyers or listings do I have before I make a sale? It's all numbers oriented. It's all numbers, so get right to the numbers. 
And, uh, you know, we have some great resources in terms of goal sheets we can also post right. and things like that. Uh, all, most of our agents have them, I'm sure. Uh, once they have that and they know their numbers, so let's say your number is you have to talk to 25 people a day, wh wherever those people come from, past clients combined with new. Right. Yeah. Let's say just the number's 25 a day. What are some tricks to, to staying on top of that? What, how, did, how did you do it and how did you do that and increase it? Such a tough question. Everybody gets motivated by different things. For me, it was, this is my job. I couldn't go home until I made my calls. And that's all there was. And you know, one, uh, just pop in here, <clears throat> one commonality amongst everyone is that if you share your goal with others, so you share it with your significant other, you share it with your business colleagues, right. that adds that a personal accountability, yeah. right? So yeah. share your goals with as many people yeah. who are important and that'll help you maintain some personal right. accountability. And, and right? then yeah. scare yourselves with reality. And the reality is, oh my God, oh my God, if I don't do my 25 calls, I'm not going to be able to afford my, my kid's wedding. Right. So I'm not doing the calls for me. I'm doing my calls for, for my daughter's wedding. Yeah. I'm doing my calls because otherwise I can't afford to send my kids to college. Or I can't afford to have a... a it, it, it's, it's a reality. And all it really does, uh, uh, the whole goal, the whole motivation comes from doing it on a daily basis. And I agree with what Cam said, is you're motivated by the activities. Yeah. You do the activities, you go, great, I did my activities, I'm putting money into my kids' fund. And this is a great time. I think uh, Alex's rant is a new uh, <laughs> segment we want to do here, because Alex has a lot of rants, and I think it's worth everyone seeing them. I thought I was ranting. Oh, you were already <laughs> ranting. Well, I, well, I didn't want to let you get it away without an introduction. So uh, what's your rant? Talking to people. Well, agents, agents who come in, they're, they're on MLS three hours a day, they're not talking to people, go. Wow, okay, give me a second. Let me put my anger hat on. I, I think one of the biggest challenges we have, as you said, is agents pretending to be working. And they uh, come into the office at 10 o'clock, they leave at five o'clock or seven o'clock, they tell their spouses how hard they work and they had a hard day at the office and they're too tired to look after the kids. And in fact, what did they do? They came into the office, they uh, went on the computer, they played a couple of games of solitaire, they tried to figure out who's free for lunch. Uh, and then in the afternoon, they went on to the uh, Trev MLS system and started looking at houses for $10 million and up just in case they ever found a client <laughs> who wanted a $10 million home. So now they're prepared for a $10 million home. And they spend the whole day pretending to be at work when in fact they never spoke to people. And so the truth of it is real estate is a really simple business. It's talk to people, get them to like you, uh, help them solve their real estate problems and stay in touch. So we have people who don't want to talk to people and don't want to stay in touch and are hoping to make money. Impossible. <laughs> Truth. Damn it. Truth. It makes Listen. Me angry. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. That's great. Um, that's awesome. So, uh, Cam, where are we? Getting back to uh, following up numbers. Uh, I, I, know, I know you're big on, on following up, making sure you're on top of your clients, uh, staying in touch. 
tell us a little bit about that. How do you track what you're doing? How do you keep in touch with people? Um, what CRMs are you using? Tell, tell me a bit sure. about that. Yeah, no, I, <clears throat> so um, first off, you share your goals with everybody and then absolutely tracking, right? So that's the other thing for motivation. Every activity you've got, you've got to track it, right? So if you're, you're getting your business from three sources, you're getting repeat and referral, you've got a cold calling program and you've got a geographic farm, you've got those laid out. All three of those have activities, right? So repeat and referral, you've got to say, okay, how many times do I have to contact the people in my database, my past clients, my friends, family, those who know me, trust me, and will refer me, right? So you've got to have a tracker and you've got to say, okay, so there's 100 people in that database. I've got to talk to them every three months or they're going to forget who I am and, or, or befriend another realtor and refer people to them. So tracker, right? every three months, phone call to these 100 people. And then you say, okay, I need to keep in touch with them more than that. So every month I got to send them something, uh, you know, a hard copy of a, we have a wonderful thing, dear friend letter for all our Realtron Realtors. Send them that. There's 12 times another touches that are about the market helpful and help them solve the real estate needs and refer, right? And mm -hmm. um, so again, it's about the tracking. So if you got a repeat and referral, you got to touch them 36 times a year. That means three times a month. That means dear friend 12 times. That means calling them every three months. You got to just have the activities, track them. And that will not only motivate you, but every day you'll know if you're off track too. So it'll get you back on track. So I was supposed to call three people today. I didn't. I got to call six tomorrow. I got to double it up. Right, so. You know, Jeremy, every business has systems. So if, if you look at a, 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 a business like Tim Hortons, they have a system to make sure that every three hours, I'm not sure if it's three hours or whatever, but every three hours they get fresh donuts because somebody who comes in at five o'clock in the after evening doesn't want a donut that was baked at nine o'clock in the morning. Right. So they have created a system for fresh coffee, fresh donuts, fresh stuff. And, and every business has created systems. Unfortunately, the average real estate agent doesn't look at real estate career as a system. Mm -hmm. So as Cam pointed out, we have systems and we know the systems for farming. We have and we know the systems for repeat and referrals. We have the systems for open houses. We have the systems for overcoming objections. These are all systems that if an agent wants to become successful, has to adapt, they can, uh, uh, sorry, uh, take the system, they can adapt it uh, with small details to suit their personality, but they have to follow a system. Right. And that's another problem that we have, or real estate agents have, is they refuse to create systems for success. There is a success system, but they refuse to follow right. it. Right. So that's the typical agent, you know, I got lucky this year again. I hope next year I, and, and they're actually right. doing stuff, they're doing stuff to be as successful as they are. They're just not tracking, monitoring, and no. improving on them. No. Right. No. Which brings us to our next thing, and, and Cam, you touched on this a little bit. Uh, account. We talked about accountability. Peer groups, mentoring, I, I think that's where everything's at right now. Um, the coaching business in real estate has gotten so big. There's so many coaches in real estate. Uh, there's some really great ones that have been around a long time. There's some newer great ones. Um, what do you think? Do, does every agent need a coach? 
Yeah, every agent needs a coach, but they don't have to pay a thousand bucks a month to have a coach. So um, the reality is in our firm, we've got non-selling managers who are the coaches of our agents, yeah. right? So, and really coaching is not complex. Uh, people say coaching and people will, uh, you know, put a lot to it because they want to earn a thousand dollars a month doing it. And there's, so two things, if you, if you want to do it and you pay a thousand dollars a month, that will work. So I'm not discounting that completely, but. And, and it'll work because it'll keep you accountable. Absolutely. Right. And you put money, skin in the game, that's the reason why it works. But coaching is really as simple as on a regular basis hopefully it's every week you're reporting to somebody what did you do that week what went well what didn't go well what are you going to do next week what are you going to change what are you going to do the same that's coaching right and that's the personal accountability it's not more complicated than that but it is so critical to success it's one thing to have plans and there's a lot of people out there that are good planners but execution is another thing right and execution means you got to do things, you got to track it every week, you got to say, what did I do well, what did I change, and what am I going to do next week? And that's how you stay accountable, that's how you stay to plan, and that's how you achieve the goals that you've set for yourself for the year and for five years and for saving for the wedding in, yeah. uh, in, in 20 years. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Alex, peer groups, uh, really important mastermind groups, tell, tell me about uh, over the years, what have you thought about that? That's well, honestly, our whole uh, uh, success uh, occurred because of our top agents sharing ideas. Because ideas are free, we are sharing ideas now, and there are a few individuals who are gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow it. Mm -hmm. um, or I like the idea, I'm just gonna change it a little bit to suit my personality. But yes, uh, birds of a feather stick together. You play better tennis with better players. The, the whole concept is when you're with better people, you become better because you share. And our whole system, our whole company has been built on sharing information. Information is free. What's expensive or what's hard is implementing right. that information. Right. So if I'm a new agent uh, out there, I'm going to say from this, I need to have someone I'm accountable for, a coach, a mentor, a manager in your office, whoever it is. Uh, I need to find some agents that I'm friends with that are going to motivate me to, to be better and I need to find a mastermind group that's going to kind of listen to my challenges, take me to the next level. I think those are the, those are the big keys, right? They are, but what it starts with is doing an activity. And unless somebody understands the problem, they're not going to appreciate the solution. So you first have to go out there, make your calls, make your door knocking, meet people, find the areas that you're having problems with, then you can ask somebody who has experience. They'll tell you the solution and then you go, ah, now I understand. This is Alex's ready, fire, aim. Yes, no, yeah, right? Yeah. So go yeah. out, yeah. You have to, under if you don't understand the problem, you're not going to appreciate the solution. Right. And so we have agents who sit around for six months studying and getting ready. Yeah. And, and oh, one day if I, come across a client, this is what I'm going to say, and they never meet anybody, they never talk to anyone, and they get out of real estate within six months without ever having met people. Mm -hmm. Because they were so busy getting ready, they never got started. Right. So we talked a little bit about last time about uh, going out and, and talking to all your past clients, talking to all your uh, friends, family, sphere of influence, how, whatever you want to call it, uh, visiting them in December. And then I think then you're rolling in January. If you do that in December, you're going to say, okay, what do I really need for my business? And January 1st, you show up. And what's the first step? 
in... It, Where do you go? <laughs> you go back to talking yeah. to people. You know, I, sorry, let me, say, let me say this. I always say work in real estate is when you show up at the office and no one's expecting your call and you're not expecting anyone's call. Okay. Then, you, then you're working. The, okay, so let's real estate, simple business. Talk to people, <laughs> get them to like you. So you have nothing to do, go out, find somebody to talk to. That's it. Yep. Then you basically say, in order to pay for my daughter's wedding, in order to put money aside for my retirement, I need to talk to 25 people today. I need to talk to 50 people today. It doesn't matter what they say, I need to talk to 50 new people. And go out and talk to 50 new people. That's your job. If you are not going to talk to people today, why are you coming into the office? Right. We don't need to see you. Was that rant number two? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. if, if you are not going, if you're not going to talk to people, take the day off. Take your kids out for lunch. Take your spouse, uh, have, have a fun day. Go whatever spouses, whatever spouses whatever like. Whatever spouse is these days, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, and you, um, and you know, uh, so talking to people, also absolutely, the keys to success is talking right, to people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> key, key is talking to people, but you know, I find one of the biggest obstacles for agents to overcome is that they talk too much, right? So talking to people means you ask questions and you listen to them, right? It's it's get so much more like about that. Exactly. Two. Exactly. Get them to like get them to meet like people, you ask get them, them questions, like learn about that. Love it. Correct. Don't just talk about Correct. yourself, and and then that starts the exactly. But I'm really uh, keyed in on what. Cam said earlier, you get motivated by activity. Is that repeat that statement one more? Yeah, you, yeah, you get motivated by activity. Right. Acti activity drives motivation. Motivation doesn't drive activity. Right. Yeah. And and what that that really resonated with me, Cam, because I think of all the times that you get into a zone where you're exercising every day, right. and you're excited because you know your muscle tone is getting better, and you're losing weight, and you feel better. And then for whatever reason, you go on holiday for a couple of weeks and you get knocked off your schedule. Yeah. And then it's so, so hard to get, to get back, back, back on. So tough to get back on. Yeah. And it's the same thing because once you start going, yeah. you, you're motivated to keep going. Yeah. And, and the same concept works. A long time ago, somebody, uh, some trainer said, if you're having, a, if you wake up and you're miserable, start smiling. You keep smiling, and within a short while, you're happy again. You feel better. Yeah. So you got to get your head. You don't feel like calling. It's tough to call. It's tough to door knock. But once you get into, once you get the first few swing done, yeah. you right. get into the swing of things. Yeah. And also, what it comes down to is, if you think of the top, uh, Michael Jordan, one of the best basketball, any basketball player, they don't just come out and play the game. They spend an hour warming up. So you got to go out there and you got just warm up. The first few door knocks are going to be tough. Right. The first few cold calls are going to be tough. Then you warm up. Then you're rolling. Then you don't want to stop because yeah. you're in a zone. It's right. getting started. That really yeah. is, is hard. I, I think that's a beautiful way to leave it. Um, just to recap, we talked about really important knowing your reasons why you're doing something. Uh, and knowing what you're doing, what is the work, what is the vision, where are you going to be. Um, we talked about coaching and mentorship. So if you don't have a coach, you don't have a mentor, go out and find one. Uh, get in a mastermind group. Grab some peers, some people you respect, take them out for lunch. I think that's a, that's a good way to start and make sure they're going to be 
uh, part of your success system for next year. And, um, and then listening to your clients. I think you mentioned that. That's, that's a gem. Yeah. So when we talk about talking to people, we're actually talking about listening to listening people. Listening to people. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. But I just want to emphasize, Jeremy, I know you closed it off, but I really want to emphasize the fact that just start your calls. Yeah. Just get on the yeah. phone. Just get on the phone. The first call is always the toughest, right? But the second, ten, even the second's easier than the first. And and so you're not making the calls, or you're not making the door knocks to make money. You're doing it for your retirement fund, and drive yourself crazy. If I don't do this, if I don't make my twenty-five calls, I'm going to be living on the streets. If I don't make my twenty-five calls, I'm going to be eighty years old and waiting on tables, as we see a lot of people do. You've got to scare yourselves with the truth as opposed to hiding from the truth, knowing that once you start, once you get on that treadmill, yeah. it's easy to finish the routine. Yeah. You just got to get on get and on. start. Yeah. Great. So everyone, get off this podcast. Get uh, on your treadmill. Subscribe. <laughs> We're now on Spotify, uh, YouTube, uh, Podbean, and iTunes, so you can't miss us. Please subscribe somewhere so you're listening to us. But right now, get off make 25 phone calls, and tomorrow will be a better day. Absolutely perfect. Have a great day, guys. See you next year. Yeah. Cheers.